Hey Gems, welcome back to the show. Let's not waste any time and jump straight into the topic. Families have a lot going on. Let Ollie help manage the mental load with new cognitive health supplements for everyone four and up, like delicious Lolly Focus Pops or Lolly Mellow Pops for kids. And for parents, try three new Brainy Chews to help you focus, chill out, or get energized. Find these cognitive health buddies for the whole fam at ollie.com. That's O-L-L-Y.com. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Hey, hey, hey. We are back with another mental health and money episode, okay? Today, we're talking about how discipline leads to dollar signs, all right? Now, I am of the notion more and more, I'm coming to the conclusion that we learned pretty much everything we needed to know in elementary school. So as it pertains to words, the words that we use um, to describe ourselves, our behavior, and the things that we want, I've been going back and just taking it back to the basics and looking up the definitions of words to make sure that I have a clear idea of what they really mean. And so when I was thinking about this episode and, you know, how to dive into this topic, I was like, discipline, well, what? let's let's figure out what discipline actually means in the first place. So when I looked it up, as far as it being used as a noun, it's the practice of training people to obey rules or a code of behavior using punishment to correct disobedience. I was like, well, dang, I didn't know about the punishment piece of the disobe- uh, the the discipline definition. And so I was like, wow, that's a little bit harsh, I feel like. The second definition is a branch of knowledge, typically one studied in higher education. So I, you know, studied in the discipline of um, social science and mental health, okay? Then I was like, nah, I don't know if this really, this definition really fits or whatever. As a verb, it's the same thing as the first one, which is to train someone to obey rules or a code of behavior using punishment to correct disobedience. And so reading that twice in the definition, I really, at first I was irked and kind of like, oh, I don't know if that's a good thing, you know, like, are we trying to punish ourselves? But when I think about it further, what it makes me consider is that when we practice discipline, it's a practice, not a perfect, the punishment sometimes comes because of the lack of our discipline. So today we're talking about money specifically. And when we don't practice discipline with our money, we are punished by the decisions that we've made after the fact. So if you practice discipline and you train yourself to obey a set of rules. You you obey your budget. You obey, you know, um, your mindset that says that you value saving or paying off your debt or paying down your house or whatever your financial goals are. You reap the benefits of that decision and that commitment to consistent action. However, when you don't practice discipline on a regular basis, then you reap the punishments, right? That's when an emergency comes up and you don't have the funds to cover it. That's when, you know, you have something you really want to do. You want to go on a trip, but you haven't been saving. So where are you going to, where are you going to come up with the funds for that? Maybe you're going to put it on your credit card, right? If we don't practice discipline and not spend on our credit card on a regular basis, then later on we find ourselves deep in consumer debt. And so 
as I kind of thought a little bit further past the definition, it started to make sense why punishment is involved and included in that definition because there's consequences regardless of the decisions that we make. And by not making a choice, we're inherently making a choice, if that makes sense. So discipline is a practice, and I want to give some tips and tricks on how to cultivate cultivate, sorry, um, discipline as a skill for yourself over time. It does take time to to master. Um, It's a continual process. It's a continual practice because uh, life is going to throw different things your way. You're going to be faced with challenges and situations that you wouldn't have imagined. And it's going to force you to continue to stretch and understand discipline as it pertains to different aspects of your life. Okay. So let's jump into these tips to practice discipline so that it can lead to dollar signs for you, okay? Knowing your weaknesses, okay? So we were driving to pay our rent today and um, Alpha was like, oh, well, let me see if I can stop by Target because I need to get this specific thing, da, da, da. And I was like, Target? Target's open? Like what? This is beautiful. And so knowing your weakness helps for you to create barriers between you and falling into the old practice, the undisciplined practice, right? So if I know Target is a weakness for me, if I know every time I go to freaking Walgreens, I spend $50, then maybe I need to stay out of Walgreens. You know what I'm saying? So you need to go within. That's why it's mental health and money. You can have, you can know what you're supposed to do with money. You can know, you know, all of the math and the formulas and and whatever. But if your mindset isn't there, then you are going to continue to fall prey to the lack of discipline, the lack of um, awareness and understanding of what's getting in your way. So you want to know your weaknesses. That's number one. Number two, that's what I was just mentioning, removing temptations. So you want to eradicate the things that are going to be barriers to you and your destination. So if you've decided that you want to save for a down payment for a house and you know, having Amazon one click touch buy things on your phone is getting in the way because you just click and buy things every day, then maybe you need to take the app off your phone. So removing temptation, what does that look like for you? Start unsubscribing to some mail lists because every time they mail mail you up, they be sending you emails that they got another sale. These people got a sale every week, don't you know? So if it's not written into your budget, then maybe you need to remove the temptation by not seeing it out of sight, out of mind, creating barriers between you and what's keeping you from your success, okay? Number three is setting clear goals and having an execution plan. So it's one thing to set goals. That's all well and good. People do all these elaborate vision boards at the beginning of the year, but there's no plan for execution, if you ain't got a plan, what you gonna like? How are you supposed to get there? It's not magic. It's not. I mean, you know, manifestation and prayer—they're all well and good, but they don't. Things just don't poof and fall out of the sky. You have to have a plan of execution, and then you got to execute the plan because that's that's a whole nother that's a whole nother tip on in and of itself. So you want to set clear goals, and then you want to have an execution plan. A part of setting clear goals 
is being really specific, making sure that it's measurable. Um, right, I'm going through the SMART goals right now. <laughs> um, specific, measurable, I don't remember what A is, so you can go ahead and Google that. Uh, realistic and time sensitive or time, you know, you have to have a time for it. And that is what helps for you to really be able to make sure that it's a goal that's, oh, maybe it's attainable. Maybe A is attainable. That's probably what it is. Um, Have a plan to make sure that it happens for you. Okay. So make sure you set clear goals and have an execution plan. Now, the fourth tip is creating new habits by keeping it simple. So people, I think, have a tendency, me included, to try to take too many things on too quickly. So that's why the plan where you focus in, Dave Ramsey plan, Dave Ramsey's plan works really well. Other plans work really, the pay yourself first plan, it means that you have to focus and start with one thing, okay? So you might want to start with one thing, create it and make it into a habit, and then add on top of that thing. Because you have to have a foundation before you can start building. And if you try to start building without a solid foundation, it's going to fall to the ground, whatever it is. So maybe what you're doing is trying to take too many things on, where maybe you need to focus, kind of uh, scale it back, find one place to focus in, and then go from there. So what I did was I was like, okay, I need to get out of debt. All right, well, I need to invest too. Yeah, I'm young and I need compound interest on my side. But I needed to focus on one thing paying off my debt. Boom. When I did that, as I've done that, I've been able to master and learn what my weaknesses are, learn what my temptations are and get them out of my way, practice discipline, make it a skill set and a habit so that when I'm done paying off my debt, I can then invest, save for a house, hopefully pay 100% cash because that would be real nice. Um, and do all of the other things that are going to lead to my financial success at a more at a more a higher success rate I would say because I have the skill set down that's needed to make it happen okay the last thing that I want to kind of share as a as a tip is that you have to have some level of accountability if your weakness is that you can't hold yourself accountable, which a lot of us, that's the case. We let ourselves give in or give up or stop for whatever reason. It is what it is, me included. We have to have some level of accountability. So who's that going to be for you? Is that going to be your best friend that's doing a similar plan to you? Is that going to be your partner and you're both on the same page and able to motivate and inspire each other You know, throughout the process? But you have to find some level of accountability. So those are my tips. I like to keep it short and sweet, straight to the point. Implement them, try them out consistently over time. Don't try it out for a week and then be like, just sent, it didn't work, blah, no, 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 no. You need to do at least 30 days. You need to do at least 90 days, at least 365 days. Okay, let me stop. <laughs> um, but Try implementing these skills, even if it's not with money, try implementing it in your relationships. Try implementing it with yourself, something that you've said you wanted to do or learn or master and see what happens. It will change your life. But if you find that you're coming up with some trouble, make sure that you reach out 
send me a DM, send me a little uh, email or a message so that I can help you find the right resources to get you on track, okay? I appreciate you so much, and I am speaking success, prosperity, abundance, love, joy, health over your life. I will talk to you next time, Gems. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. If you enjoyed this episode and would like to support the podcast, you have a few options. You can subscribe to the podcast wherever you listen to it, and you'll be notified as new episodes are uploaded. You can also leave a review or send me your feedback. Doing so helps me to create content that's relevant to what you want to hear about. And last, you can share the podcast with a friend. Whether it's directly or sharing it on your social media, it helps them to know that you think that this is information that they need to hear about. Thank you.